I'm just here so I won't get fined. Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! It's got to be one of the dumbest calls offensively in Super Bowl history. Are you kidding me? Hard hit into right. Back at the wall. Tie game! Big puppy. The grand slam. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! It's US Sports Time. Donnie Mann is in studio. Hello, sir. What up, what up? Two weeks since we've done this. Yeah, it's been too long. I too missed long. you. Did you miss me? I've been thinking about you all the time, Joe. <laughs> so uh, we've got so much to talk about. We've narrowed it down to two main areas, though. Mm. One is a uh, baseball, a fairy tale story. Yeah, yeah. But we start with the uh, real life fairy tale story that is Steph Curry because uh, he's injured. Golden State are going through the Western playoffs. They're in the semifinal stages. They were 2 and up on Portland. Best of seven, obviously, and Steph Curry sprained his knee and was injured, and there was a sense of, well, how will Golden State get on with him? Get on without him? They should be okay. Uh, and then uh, miraculously, Steph Curry reappears for Game Four, and is phenomenal. Is back. Is not rusty. Is just back. I saw him score one three pointer and then turn away. He tweeted this himself mm-hmm. and just starts strolling away in a very uh, kind of hip, bouncing his head kind of way mm-hmm. and just starts screaming repeatedly, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. And his teammates are pointing at him going, he's back. And one of them just comes up and kind of nuzzles his head into him. And it was a lovely thing. Joe, I just need to, I think I need to <laughs> apologize, first of all, to all the listeners out there because, okay. we, we, you know, the NBA is a, there's 30, 32 teams that play in this league. Yeah, there's 30. 30, okay. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams, right? Sure. More than 28. Yeah, 20 so, something. And in the playoffs, there's a lot of really exciting teams, a lot of great players, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. Yeah. But here we are again on a Tuesday night, and we're talking about Steph Curry, and I just want to apologize. But it seems like every time this that we're about to move on and talk about something else, Steph Curry just forces himself back into the narrative yeah. of American sports. And like yesterday, he was around three in the afternoon he was announced the first unanimous MVP in NBA history I found that extraordinary I found it shocking how was Michael Jordan never once a unanimous MVP like there are it, it just comes it's, it's voted by journalists and basically parochialism and people representing their own turf and voting for their own guys that sort of thinking has dominated the NBA and it's not even just the NBA there's only only Tom Brady in 2010 and Wayne Gretzky in 1982 they're the they joined Steph Curry as the only three athletes in North American sports history yeah. to be voted unanimous MVP in so their, is, is, in their is sport. So that Curry has been unanimously voted here when players like Jordan haven't. Is that testament to his character more so than his abilities? I think it's... T- I, uh, I, I know he's MVP because of his abilities. Yeah, it's the, yeah. unan- the unanimous part I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think it's because there's something so likable and everybody r- just roots for this guy. In the sa- in, whereas Jordan... When he when he beat teams, he did it, and he sort of he kind of smirked, and he did it in a sort of a vain way. But Curry, he he brings out the the sort of the the child in all of us when we're watching sports, and you and you know that it takes you back to that point, you know, when you were a kid, and you're like, this is the most amazing thing we've ever seen. How does this person do this? That's yeah. what Curry Curry does now. So he gets the award yesterday afternoon. Yeah. No one expected him to play really last night. The Warriors have been coasting without him. They don't really need him. They'd win this series against Portland without him. It, yeah. may, it, may, it might be a little bit harder work, but they would do it without him. 
They bring him back. They don't start him. He comes off the bench. Everybody's wondering, you know, what, Curry's played one game in three weeks. What's it going to be like? He misses his first 10 three-pointers. No. 10 of them clanked off the front of the rim. Which has never happened to him in his life. He's, he's the greatest three-point shooter in the history of the game. Yeah. So you're watching this game and you're just wondering, what the hell has happened to Steph Curry? Wow. It, and people are like, oh, he's finished. It, I'm sure in the world of Twitter, the accelerated news cycle that is Twitter, uh, by Miss 8, yeah. people have already written the backlash to the write-off. The whole, like, this guy, he's found his kryptonite. Something has completely befallen him. He, yeah. The Curry magic is over. Yeah. But then he hits one shot and it just turns. Wow. And it turns incredibly. He, the game went to overtime last night. He scored 17 points in overtime. Overtime is a five-minute period. So he scored 17 points in a five-minute span, the most that any player in, in NBA history has ever scored in an overtime before. <laughs> really? So here's Curry, wow. here's Curry after the game being interviewed uh, by, the, uh, by, I believe, it was ESPN. I mean, glory to God. I'm, I've been through a lot the last three weeks and uh, been working hard and have a lot of people that helped me um, be prepared for when I was gonna, whenever I was going to be able to come back and play. And that's, that's all it was. I was kind of numb on the bench, didn't really have many thoughts, just trying to, you know, give whatever energy I had to my teammates. And uh, it took me a while to get, get a groove, but it finally happened. How are you feeling right now? I mean, coming through this, playing 38, 39 minutes tonight. I'll be all right. I told you before the game, I think my biggest concern was breathing. I'm a little winded, but, uh, you know, it's nice to get a win and go home. I'll get some, uh, some good rest before, before Wednesday. That's amazing. So we're now at a point where these games are on quite late at night. If mm. you can't stay up and watch them, considering what Curry is doing here, you now are obliged as a, even a casual sports fan to record one of these games and just watch them. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you're not, this is one of like the phenoms in world sport at the moment. Yeah. You know, this is one of the biggest stories in world sport. It's like saying to some American fans, you should watch even just one game of Messi. Exactly. That, I mean, it, it is on the Messi level. The hot, whether it'll last as long as Messi remains to be seen. Yeah. But like, you know, they've just had the greatest team season of anybody in NBA history. Curry has established himself as like the greatest shooter in NBA history, like beyond any comparison, right? Yeah. I mean, he's so, he made 402 three-point shots this year. 402. Last year, he set the record, the NBA record, he hit 286. <laughs> so like he has reached this level of 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 just sort of shooting ability and just, I, I mean, it's just, I've never, I've, it, it's sort of, it's up there now. It's, you have to, base, it's Destination TV, you have to watch it, you have to tune in. If, yeah. You know, it might not last, you know, and you could see it, you know, with these injuries, you just don't know how long it might last for. So it's, it's a sort of a comet that you have to sort of go and see because it's, it's one of these. It's, I'm sold, I'm sold. Destination TV, it's nice. Yeah. Nice phrase. So now they've got, like they've got, they'll beat Portland on Wednesday night and then they'll have have Cleveland down the line in the finals and then an interesting series against um, San Antonio or Oklahoma City. But like in, you know, you just got to, you've got to, you've got to stay up for one of these. On the sun, you you might get lucky with the Sunday game because they they play those sort of um, in the afternoon sometime. Like you've got to, you've got to search this out. If you miss it, you, this is one of the big things in in the last fifty years in American sports. So okay, get on it, get on it. Uh, LeBron and Cleveland unbeaten thus far in the other side of the draw there in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they haven't. They've they swept the first two series. Things are chugging along. The chemistry in their team looks pretty good. Okay. Um, you know, I was impressed. I saw them sweep Atlanta on Sunday, and I thought, wow, this is going all right. And then I then you know Curry comes back, and it's just Curry they're, time. They're just they're it's all swept away. Nothing in the league really matters. Well, I mean. Kind of understandably. 480 after 200 and 
something would broke the record. Like there have been a lot of really good three point yeah. shooters in NBA history. There's a lot of really talented people who found their way onto an NBA court, and he's just blown it away. Just compl- like blown himself away. You know, last year. It's it's really insane because he, what he's doing is really different because he's so small. Like he's not, you know, it's not like a LeBron guy where he's he's around the rim and he's doing it with his size. He's doing it with his own with his shooting touch miles from the rim and often with like hands in his face it's it's really um, it's it's a new sort of a talent you know okay. uh, meanwhile not a new sort of talent is Bartolo Colon no Colon excuse me Colon uh, Bartolo Colon is 42 years old mm. been playing baseball a long time and has never been very good well he I mean, he's in his third decade as a pitcher in, in the uh, in the major leagues. He was very good eleven years ago. He was a Cy Young winner for the, I think the Cleveland Indians okay. back in the day. So he had look, he had a very good career for about ten years, and then he sort of faded away. And like most baseball pitchers, it just seemed like he would uh, disappear into obscurity. But then, very strangely, around 2010, 2011, he sort of resurfaced in the league um, a little bit chubbier than um, you might have expected. He's but, not an athlete in pristine condition. No, and in in baseball there's a great tradition of fat guys. <laughs> like, and and it's one it's one thing that makes b- baseball great that yeah. like, you know, it takes all shapes and sizes. Because sorry to interrupt, I did watch a few clips from YouTube. There was one point where there was some play ongoing and they cut to the uh, bench and uh, Bartolo was entertaining his teammates by getting his two hands and shaking his belly for them and looking up at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the crack. Yeah, so his... Uh, uh, Cologne, I, I googled... He wasn't body conscious. I googled Bartolo Cologne weight and he he, come, he weighs in at 265 pounds. Uh, he's known to his teammates as Big Sexy or Big Bart. So he like he's a big guy, but in baseball... It's fine to be a big guy. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a there's a great tradition of of chubby dudes who um, you know often who pitch because if you're a pitcher you don't actually need to do that much running really you know mm-hmm. you're just sort of standing there throwing the ball around. Yeah. One thing the pitchers never do is hit well. They don't really hit at all. You know, the, baseball has tried to phase pitchers out of the hitting side. This is some sort of inside baseball stuff. Okay. But, but basically, pitchers are traditionally the worst hitters on every team. Understandable. Yeah, Bartolo Colon then would even be, because of his size, because it takes him so slow to move on on the base pads when he hits the ball, he's an even worse hitter. Yeah. Um, anyways, Colon... Never had a home run. Never had a home run, right, in his whole career, which... It's a long career. Yeah, he's been playing since 1997, so he's been playing 20 years, right? He's playing against San Diego for the Mets, uh, batting on the Saturday evening, and then this happens. Cologne looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one! Deep left field! Back goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! Bartolo has done it! The impossible has happened! The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot. His first career home run. And there will be nobody in the dugout to greet him. (laughs) This is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Well, okay. (laughs) Just before top 500 maybe. (laughs) There's a tradition of baseball when you hit your first home run. Yeah. Everybody in the dugout 
gets out. They they go to the locker room and they hide. So that by the time you finished your base, your trot around the bases, okay, and you and you go back to the, to the dugout, there's no one there. Okay. So it's one of the great traditions. But at 42 years old and 349 days, Cologne was the oldest player uh, to hit his first home run in baseball history. So it was a real, it was a it was a to see the to see him do this long this chubby guy doing this long walk around the base pads. It was a real. It was actually like a really uh, brilliant sight. Like on on the surface, you have to just say it was brilliant. Um, really, really great to see. The problem is, and unfortunately, this is a problem with baseball, is that nearly every good story is has a, a, the shadow of drugs around it. Uh, Cologne was suspended for fifty games in twenty twelve uh, for testosterone. Oh, of course he was. So. Like now he doesn't he doesn't look like one of these uh, Jose Canseco Mark McGuire uh, guys when he's up at the, when he's up batting right yeah. but like you know he's he's a dope he's a doper he's, yeah. a, he's a drug cheat and he's not quite the fairy tale no but like everybody you know you're hearing uh, Gary Cohen there in WPX in New York saying you know this is one of the great things in baseball history mm. well it's not, it's not held against you in baseball uh, really well it it's not for him the, it just shows you how forgiving america is of of drug cheating in general that like this guy he's he's being venerated as a hero one of these guys that's like saving baseball this is this is like the, this is the biggest thing to happen in baseball this season this yeah. really random moment yeah so it, it, you know it's it's an odd one but it's a funny one we actually yeah let's finish in this the uh, spanish commentary of the uh, cologne home run was was also inspiring Lanzamiento, saca batazo elevado, fuerte por la parte izquierda, va atrás, bien atrás, lleva color, lleva sabor, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> uh, we don't need to say anything more. Okay. Uh, Donnie, we'll see you next Tuesday. Actually, we won't, because Rory McIlroy, Alex Ferguson will be chatting at this very moment next Tuesday. I mean... It's the listener's loss. Right. I will see you the Tuesday after next Tuesday. Okay. See you in two Tuesdays. Yeah. Don't hold back. Text News Talk on 53106.